Hello and welcome to Enviro People. I'm your host, Issa M, and today we're going to get our hands dirty in the industry of agriculture. And I have a surprise for you. I'm joined by a fellow environmentalist, Nevi, and we're going to chat about a couple of revolutionary inventions that are changing the idea of farming. Have you guys ever attended to a garden or done yard work around your house? Have you had to deal with those unwanted pesky weeds, having to rip them out or even spray herbicides on them? Well, that is a job for the past, at least in the commercial agricultural industry. Today we are going to talk about a modern twist to the idea of weeding. A company by the name of Carbon Robotics, based out of Seattle, that creates a multitude of different automated inventions, has this remarkable contraption called a laser weeder. As the name suggests, it uses lasers to zap weeds before they can harm any growing plants. It provides a great alternative to hand weeding, spraying harmful chemicals, or even mechanical weeding. Issa, do you want to talk about how impactful this technology is to the future of agriculture? For sure. This radical new invention has the power to make the process of growing food a ton more efficient. And this laser weeder can kill over 200,000 weeds in an hour. It's a huge improvement, and that's about 15 to 20 acres weeded in a day. In comparison, regular laborers only can weed about an acre a day. Farmers right now are having lots of trouble finding laborers to hire to de-weed their fields. This technology provides a quick and easy way to accomplish the same job for a lot less stress and increase farm yield. Nevi, can you elaborate a little bit more on the specifics to this type of weeding? Absolutely. So this laser weeder is autonomous, meaning it is completely unmanned and it kills weeds with an army of 30 carbon dioxide lasers. It is also about 20 feet long, meaning it can cover three crop rows at a time. The cool thing is this machine uses thermal recognition, like a camera, but instead of visual images, it can pick up the heat or thermal energy signature given off by all living things to locate potential weeds. This makes laser weeding super precise as it most people can't see weeds that have barely sprouted or miss a weed or two. Yes, this precision on the machines are crazy. A sub-millimeter accuracy to be exact. To give you some context, a millimeter is about the length of the tip of a needle. Now this machine can eradicate weeds with, um, with accuracy even smaller than that. Plus, with, the zap, with this zapping happening, um, it can kill weeds without disturbing the soil. This is a major concern in traditional farming, as turned up soil can often disturb uh, desired crops from growing. That's why many farmers um, have turned away from laborers de-weeding the fields and turned to other alternatives, like herbicides or mechanical weeding. However, herbicides spew out lots of chemicals that run off into waterways and can disturb the ecosystems there. Not to mention the damage that herbicides already do in the soil when they are sprayed. Mechanical weeding is a better alternative, but not the best. Similar to regular people going out and, and pulling up weeds, a mechanical arm is mo moved around a field pulling up weeds. Of course, since it's automated, it has more accuracy than a regular person, but it still disturbs the soil and other crops growing near it. Exactly. At the moment, this laser weeder sounds like the best alternative to traditional weeding practices. 
The lasers don't touch the crops or soil in an organic way to weed, unlike herbicides. As weeds compete for plant space, sunlight, and soil nutrients, farmers are leaping at the chance to purchase this laser weeder that can pay for itself within two or three years. Really, the main drawbacks from this invention is that it still has to be driven by a tractor that emits CO2 emissions, as does the carbon dioxide lasers on the machine. However, in comparison with the other types of weeding, this has the least amount of negative consequences and allows farms to produce high amounts of yield with little compromise to their fields. So, from what it sounds like, if any of you Enviro people are into the agricultural market, look out for Laser Weeder to solve all your weeding problems. The next innovation was once a futuristic idea and is now becoming a mainstream way to produce food. And it's vertical farming or indoor farming. I'm sure some of you young environmentalists have already heard of this innovative spin on farming. But today, we're going to fully submerge ourselves in vertical farming knowledge. Yes, exactly. Okay, to start off, does anyone have a guess at what state leads in the industry of controlled environment agriculture? Throw out some states. Maybe the Midwest, where lots of farming happens. Or Cali, with all that fruit produce. If you thought about the East Coast, you would be correct. With, drumroll please, Virginia. The state of Virginia is the leading state in controlled environment agriculture, or CEA. There are more than 10 CEA companies in Virginia alone. Talk about a revolutionary movement. Oh, absolutely, Nevi. This CEA movement transcends traditional farming practices. Companies like Plenty Unlimited Incorporated have built the world's largest indoor vertical farming campus in Virginia. As an over $300 million investment, it has created 300 jobs for local residents. This growing industry, if you catch my drift, um, is also providing lots of jobs for other contemporary farming buildings. Okay, Nevi, take us through the need for this type of farming. Of course. So the major concern about traditional farming in general is the amount of space and resources needed to sustain a farm. Everyone knows that the world population is increasing, and with that comes less space for people to live and an even smaller amount of space to grow food. These vertical farming buildings aim to combat just that. By having the ability to be built almost anywhere and at any size, these CEA buildings are striving to make harvesting crops more efficient and less environmentally damaging. These farms are able to control all aspects of how their crops are grown by bringing the plants inside. They can control the amounts of artificial or natural lighting, temperature, humidity, and water and nutrient levels. Additionally, there is an extra level of food safety involved as every plant is extensively monitored to produce the highest quality and optimal flavor and nutrients. For example, companies like Aero Farms use aeroponic growing technology that produce favor-filled leafy greens that are 390 times more productive than field-grown plants. Thank you, Nevi. And to add on to the benefits of vertical farming, by using CEA, it limits the need for pesticides, herbicides, and other, other unhealthy chemicals that alter the surrounding environment and make produce more harmful to eat. Additionally, vertical farms improve yield and nutrients in produce while using less water and resources to do so. However, there is a slight problem. By bringing the plants indoors, the need for light, uh, they need light to photosynthesize, creating a need for artificial light. 
This raises the concern of increased carbon emissions as the need for electricity increases. I got you there, Issa. While most of these CEA companies install windows to help integrate a lot of natural light, artificial light is still needed to keep these plants a-growing. However, companies like Greenswell Growers are aware of this problem and maintain the mission to have 100% of its energy come from carbon-free sources or renewable energy sources. This is a huge win as the major drawback to this revolutionary type of farming can be solved by investing in the renewable energy industry. Thus a win-win for both, for both industries and putting the world on track to greater sustainability when it comes to agriculture. Oh, I also forgot to mention one last game-changing benefit to vertical farming. Because these buildings, uh, these are buildings you can pretty much just plop anywhere and it can localize farming and make it a ton easier to buy near you. This is huge! Because a ton of CO2 emissions related to the agriculture industry is transportation. If you live in Wisconsin, you could easily be getting your avocados from all the way in California. And this huge distance has to be crossed by really big gas-powered trucks that emit lots of greenhouse gases. But this, this concept of vertical farming can solve all of these, all of these problems by making farms right near the supermarkets that they're selling to completely minimizing the amount of transportation needed and get the products right to the customers. If you are still concerned about CO2 emissions and your own carbon footprint, go check out our seven things people can do to limit their impact episode to learn about ways you can reduce your ecological footprint. And if you have any comments about laser weeding or vertical farming, please let us know. We would love to hear your thoughts and perhaps new ideas for future episodes. All right, Enviro people, this is your host, Isa, and guest host, Nevi, signing off. Feel free to reach out to us about anything tickling those environmental brains. Otherwise, look out for our next episode, and stay, stay curious, curious and stay, stay green. green.